0: Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Oh, welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We are not really live tonight because we're doing a late one. So uh, I'm up at the country at my house. We're doing a little a little virtual pod. I got Uncle Al on the phone. Al, how you doing?
1: How y'all doing out there?
0: And we also have one of the favorite guests of the podcast. I'm pretty sure everybody we bring on that's a big fan of the podcast. We ask, oh, who's your favorite guest? And you know, some people like, I don't know, lawyers might say Dan Bleezy. But at most, everybody else says, oh, love J-Bone. And finally, we give the people what they want. Another J-Pod Bonecast on the TSP feed. What up, J-Bone?
2: Hey, Talking Small Podcast. What is going on? It has been so long, man. Been <laughs> to in a while. It has been a while.
0: So hashtag stain. So, so J-Bone, how, how you been? What you been up to recently, buddy?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, At first, I was just living the COVID life like everyone else, you know, trapped, uh, watching all my friends just, you know, completely destroy themselves on Twitter with politics and all that stuff. Me, myself included, of course, you know, Bernie bro over here. But uh, yeah, then it got better. Um, I realized, you know, there's a lot more I want to do with my company than just deliver the oil. I kind of wanted to get into the field where I maintenance and service uh, like boilers and burners. So I took a class this summer, uh, and I just completed the class. I'm literally gonna go for my state exam next week.
0: Is is this J Bone, is this like uh, in the community where Troy gets accepted to like AC school and he gets in it's a really high society, is this like hard to get into or what kind of trade are we talking here?
2: No, this is honestly it might be one of the simplest trades, honestly, but in the line of work that I'm in, it just it will come in a pin like a like i might use it in a pinch like at the best times you know sometimes like i have to call out a service guy just to maybe like start something up that you know now i can just do in two seconds so it's pretty so silly.
1: so before i mean we live down south so what you do is completely foreign to us but we see you on snapchat with the big old tanker that i guess is Full of oil, and you fill up people's furnaces or something to keep their houses warm. So, like before, you would drive the truck, bring the big hose out, hook that up. Now, are you still going to be doing that, or are you now you're like doing the maintenance on that sort of equipment instead of doing the whole truck deal?
2: Yeah. So, uh just to back up a little bit, so people don't think I'm uh, dumb or anything like that. Uh, So, yeah, the whole thing with the oil truck is uh, it's filled with oil, yes, and then we deliver it into an oil tank, and that oil tank then, you know, completes the burner, and then that's where you get the flue gases from the furnace and all that. Uh, But after that, uh, yeah, I'm still delivering oil and everything like that, still pulling the hose. Um, That's always going to be my job. But, like, you know, say, like, someone runs out of oil, it needs to be primed. It means that there's uh, air in their uh, line. So we need to get that air out. So priming literally would take two seconds, and it's something I didn't know before that I know now that I could literally be able to help anyone else. Instead, you know, I'd have to call them a service guy, and the service guy might charge him, you know, a couple hundred.
1: And you just say, hey, give me 75 in cash. You know, no one's
2: got (laughs) to know anything about it. Too real.
0: (laughs) J-Bone wants to prime everybody's furnace up there in the northeast.
1: Skim a little off the top j prime baby nice well congratulations or did you did you pass your test yet just yeah premature congratulations
2: yeah i just passed the schooling which is like we had a final and stuff like that but that's nothing because uh, you know i actually want to get my license so once i pass the state exam which i think i'll do fine knock on wood um next wednesday so hopefully that'll happen nice well good luck thanks my dude i appreciate that it's been uh it's been a lot of hard work i thought uh you know i don't know at first it was very overwhelming you know i'm not a tool guy i mean although i the hands and things like that you know picking up tools and then you know being a tool guy like all right gotta get these wrenches you know now i just want to like build a friggin' workshop for sake.
0: i will say as a tool guy we appreciate you not trying to be a tool guy. Just, just out there, there's a, there's a market for us. You know, check out Talking Small on YouTube. We uh, do great videos of man tips. Our buddy uh, Joe has uh, over twenty one thousand views on one of his. So we're uh, we're racking up the numbers. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube page, please do because we're putting up numbers to get paid. We just don't have subscribers to get paid. So just throwing that out there. Help the pod out. We're not like J J Pod Bonecast where we're getting money in coming from uh, coming from the podcast. We're doing this for free,
2: pro bono. Hell yeah, yeah, definitely go subscribe to them. No, Harley, why don't you contract J
1: Bone out for uh, you know one of the most common fixes he needs to do, and you know put that out as a little promo material for the pod and for his company. Dude, classic.
0: That'd be great. J, J-Pod, Bonecast, TSP, crossover. J-Bone gives us tips on how to pull hose.
2: <laughs> Could be good. Yeah, I'm thinking if I start my own company, uh, I'd have to call it Bone Dry Oil, right? And like people would just call me when they're Bone Dry on oil
1: harley you want to get you want to get into uh names for jay boone's oil company yeah let's go ahead going out on his own yeah he he opened
0: the door let's just fucking burn it down
1: (laughs) all right i got i got five harley so if you want to go back and forth no
0: you go for your straight five i'll add lib at the end
1: (laughs) okay well first and foremost uncle al's petrol emporium It's, you know, it's a little Southern, it's a little European there, but we do numbers.
2: I like the Petro in there. That's nice.
1: Uh, Another one. Aardvark oil. First in the phone book, if people still use phone books anymore and you have, and you'll have a cute mascot, maybe even do something with the
2: hose and the, the aardvark snout. (laughs) Oh my God. How do you not draw this up for companies, dude? I feel like you could definitely make money off that design. I'm just envisioning aardvark, like spitting oil out of its gigantic nose, and it's just a great sight to me right now.
0: Hey, Al, I'm, I'm going to cut in on one on you right here. I think that was a great one. But this is going to make J-Bone just so excited. American oil stories.
2: Oh, my goodness. I love that, dude. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying so hard not to like freak out and swear. I told myself Harley. I was gonna. But
1: what's what's the stories though? Like the stories entails that you know this service call is gonna be something they're gonna be telling their friends about that it was like a nightmare.
0: All right, this is this is more of a play on Jay Bone's favorite TV series or the one I think he likes yeah, the most, American Horror yeah, Stories. So American yeah, I know, oil, oil doesn't even
1: rhyme with horror though.
0: You just throw an oil in there, dude. American oil. I guess you could change it, but American oil stories. I can't think of something that goes with stories. It just, it just American oil stories. It just sounds good.
1: I I know I get shit on all the time for saying words weird
2: like milk, but Harley is saying oil Oil. all fucked up right now. Yeah. People say like Earl and stuff like that. Like they literally don't know how to say oil. It's insane. (laughs) Executive producer is one of those people.
0: I I will stick by oil all day every day.
1: (laughs) Uh, I love it. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah, let's go.
0: Moyle's
2: oil. We're heads above the rest, and if (laughs) not, we'll slash prices. Dude, I love that. That was like a slogan right there too. Harley, what do you think about Moyle's oil?
0: So, are you talking about a moral is the one that castrates the uh, kid in Judaism? Is that what you're talking about? Is that a moral? They
1: don't castrate them. They I'm, sorry, they, circumcision. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: they do the circumcision. My bad.
1: You uncut Gentile.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I don't understand it then. A cut above the rest, I guess, because he's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The smart crowd gets that. I, I, I like all... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get it.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, next one, GD oil, your initials, but it's also a pun on goddamn oil. You'll be cursing if you don't
2: call us. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? That's dude. Why don't you like, I feel like you should create these businesses and then sell them to us.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm doing right now. And when you go to
2: trademark this, I'll already have trademarks for all these, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna be screwed on that one. This is some really I should be writing these down. Well, good thing you can listen back to the podcast. This is true. Audio evidence.
1: All right, Harley. You got any more? I got my my Magnus Opus is next.
0: No, I don't. I don't have any more. I'm not following up after after I got shit on, on mine because now that I think about it, it is bad. It was just a play on something. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do nearly the effort you did into this. So I'm just gonna sit in the back seat, kick my feet up, and just tell no, me when we get hey. there.
2: Yeah, but sometimes bad is good. Yeah, that was hilarious.
1: If you if you took the time to write them down, just throw them out there. j Bone could say, "Nah, that sucks. I'm not paying you. I'm paying Uncle Al."
0: No, we're good. What you got, Al?
1: <laughs> okay. Last one. O'Doyle's Oil. <laughs> Tagline, O'Doyle Rules. I love that. I absolutely love that. It, it, it also plays into the Irish culture of the area. You know, they'll think you're actually Irish when you're Italian, so you dip into that Irish market there. Those Guineas. Oh, guineas is Italian. My bad. Fool those mixed, and you could also throw Patty's St. Patrick's Day specials and stuff. You know, get out there, sixty nine ninety nine for a little yearly maintenance
2: St. Patty's Day special. Yeah, that was that was amazing. That was the moosh boosh right there.
0: Well, okay, so so now, Jay Bone, you're you got your, you know, you're, you're rounding out your business. You can do, you know, like the one man band stops, fixes everything, heats your house. What are you doing in the summers?
2: Yeah. So, uh, this is what I'd be doing in the summers. Like this is, um, like the perfect time actually to get a cleanup because during the winter, obviously you're going to be using your system a bunch. And, um, you know, after that, like the summer, you know, you're not really using hot, um, you know, maybe you use it for hot water though as well. So, but, uh, you know, that's the perfect time to maintenance them. So that's why I took the class this summer. I had to sacrifice this summer, but next summer, you know, I'll hopefully be able to probably not be on me like on my own. The whole thing about this uh, oil tech thing is there's an apprentice license and then an actual license and I'm going for the actual license, but technically I'm still an apprentice cause like I haven't been in the field long enough in that side of the field you know, to get, um, it down fully to be out on my own, you know? And I just don't like, I'm not saying that, like, I literally don't think I'd be able to do it out on my own. You know, there's a lot to it, but, uh, you know, I'm watching this guy right now. I'm learning. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much just as bitch, you know, I'm, I'll bring in the tools and everything like that. He'll tell me what to do with the tools. You know, I'm learning that way. I'm more of a hands-on guy. You know, you can't tell me what to do. I just got to do it.
0: Do you, uh, have a non-compete clause or like while well, you're being an apprentice or you like slipping business cards be like hey doyle's oil just hey think about it i rule
2: all right so uh the, the thing is, is we like we give, so we give this guy all our business like if we have any service problems but literally, I didn't. I didn't want to go in there and be like that, especially on the first day, you know. And um, the minute we rolled up to the first customer's house today, he just started going off and was like, "Hey, who do you buy your oil from? These people are the best right here. Like, you got to do it. Their customer service is bomb. Like, y- yo, pull out your number, uh, pull out your phone right now and give them your number." And I'm like, "Whoa, all right." Like, I honestly wasn't expecting that at all. I was like, "Damn, dude, thanks."
0: <laughs> well, yeah, he doesn't want you to go turn around and steal his business once the apprentice becomes the Jedi
2: this is true but the problem is is like he's also you know he's into like acs and uh hvac and all that stuff so he has like you know i guess you call it a one-man empire where i'd just be doing the oil stuff you know which is just like a regular maintenance you know i might switch out some parts so i could never really take over his thing unless i went to like way more schooling but i mean to get some of those licenses you got to do like five years of classes and X amount of hours under apprenticeship. It's crazy. That's why I think oil is probably the easiest.
1: Harley, it's a little you scratch my back, I scratch yours. They give him some business, he gives them some business. Everybody exactly. wins. This guy's got a little maintenance tech in the summers, you know, gets to give him some big ups on the oil. And then, you know, J Bone says, Oh, I'm super busy. I can't fix this guy's whatever part. Call up my boy um zip recruiter here and uh he'll hook you up exactly you got it
0: i think GameStop's gonna really miss you because i know every now and then you moonlight over there on the summer so that's it's an end of an error j bone end of an error
1: everybody's buying
2: digital now GameStop's dead except for on reddit <laughs> yeah I, I know man i know uh seven years with the company it's crazy
0: So, J-Bone, how's your your podcast doing? I heard uh, you're you're looking forward to a brand new season coming up here in October.
2: Yeah, the podcast is doing great. Um, And again, I got to thank you guys because you guys are my number one motivation for the whole podcast. I mean, you got me into talking about all this shit. And I was just like, you know, it's time for me to talk about the shit I want to talk about, (laughs) put out some crazy episodes. And literally, uh, I've just been doing the pop culture thing. Uh, This season was... Yeah, I did a little bit more interviews. Um, some kids from my class. You know, I was leading up to my 10 year reunion, uh, which I will talk about because some funny ass stuff happened there. And you know, uh, at this point, my season three has ended, and um, now I have the 31 days of Dexter. It's what I'm gonna do. Uh, I did last year the 31 days of American Horror Story. That is my favorite television show. You're right, Harley. And uh, for 31 days straight, I'll like you know. Get through, uh, three or four episodes of, um, you know, say American Horror Story, until we finish the entire series in 31 days of, you know, October. But uh, I'm really excited for this 31 days of Dexter because they actually added this Facebook group. I think it's called Dexter Fall, to, uh, like 2020 or something like that. I don't know the exact name, but if you're a Dexter fan, obviously check it out because it's worth it. And I literally just kind of like self-promoted, which you're not supposed to do. You usually get kicked for that. And the, the moderation people loved it. They were like, oh, my God, there's really not that many like Dexter podcasts out there. And anyone that knows me knows that Dexter was my original show. Like I read all the books. I watched this from start to finish. I didn't like the ending that much. But um, I actually was able to talk to one of the cameramen who worked on season two through eight. And he actually worked on two episodes of American Horror Story. But don't quote me on that. I got to actually ask him about the American Horror Story i'm pretty sure it's more than two but uh yeah eric uh, fletcher he's gonna be on my podcast so that was pretty cool get nice that's pretty cool yeah i'm stoked i hope it goes well i hope this uh you know beef is fixed by then <laughs> i'm in the cellar
0: well i was gonna say evidently you haven't got to the module in school on how to fix an uh, a smoke detector
2: I don't I don't know. Like I put new batteries. It's the like carbon monoxide detector. I honestly think there might be carbon monoxide down here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So J Bone, I agree with you. I didn't like how Dexter ended. I think I stopped watching sometime the season after Trinity because Yeah. I I, did, I could not stay with the, the premise of how I, I want to say it was brazen at the beginning of it. It was like, he was sneaking around and shit and it was like kind of yep. covert. And then all of a sudden he just started doing stuff that, you know what? There's too many people that have died. Now too many people close to him. They, they would, this guy would have got found out. And some reason I want realism in my TV. I don't know why. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't handle it. And something with Deb, Deborah, oh. um, he, there's something, there's something about the character. I just, it didn't like, it was kind of some shades of, uh, Skylar from breaking bad, just Oof. bad vibes. Sure. Didn't like it. It was, it was tough.
2: Yeah. One of the hardest things about planning this out was, um, I invited anyone on that group that I called them super fans. Uh, anyone that wanted to join me on the podcast and the, like I got an overwhelming amount of people in my inbox, mostly girls. I got like three guys and the rest are all girls. Um, and they literally, you know, that's, they were fixated on season four. They're like, yeah, that's my favorite season. I'm like, yeah, obviously, that's everybody's favorite season, you know? No one really enjoyed Dexter after season five, I feel like.
0: Wait, is season four Trinity?
2: Yeah, season four was Trinity.
0: Okay. All right. Yep. Uh, I, I, I still think my favorite season was the OG season, if I remember right. It was either one or two. I liked them really early, and they kind of just fell off. I don't, I don't know if it's fell off is not the right word. I just got less interested after that. But, yeah, it was a good show. Ice Truck Killer, I remember. And I love Sergeant Dokes.
2: Oh, motherfucker. Yeah.
0: All right. So, Dexter, that's in October. So, what is that what does that mean, 31 days? You dropping pods every day?
2: Yeah, so every day at midnight, a brand new podcast will come out. And in that podcast, I'll recap three to four episodes of Dexter, or I'll have a special guest on as well. And um, yeah, we'll get it done in 31 days.
0: Do you pre-record all your podcasts? Do you record them all in one day? Are you actually doing a podcast each day? Because that sounds like a lot of work. Al and I would not be good at 31 days of doing anything.
2: Yeah, no, this is, this is uh this actually is a lot of work and it is pre-recorded. Uh, I do mention that as well to all my guests, so they know, but uh, it's not too badly. It's only uh, a week that way I can catch up if I, um, you know, say like a guest needs to reschedule or something like that. So, uh, right now I'm actually going to record, um, Eric Fletcher's episode, like, you know, a week from now or something like that. I think it's like next Sunday. So we'll- you're going to,
1: you're going to ask him any inside dirt you know like what actor actress was you know the
2: biggest pain on set and shit like that yeah i'm gonna ask him like you know he was on the set long enough where like also you know was he invited out with these people and stuff like that like i don't really know what his story is i mean he's worked on a lot of stuff and the problem is is um he actually needed to come on sooner rather than later because he's about to go on and out of the project. And when he said that, I was like, Oh man, like, can I ask him about the project on the podcast? I'm just going to go completely off the rails, I think. And um, yeah, I usually give all my guests an outline and you know, he said, ask me anything. So, you know, maybe I won't throw him an outline just to see if on his game, but no, no, I'm totally going to give him an outline. That's just the JPod bonecast way.
0: I don't think we've um, ever given anybody an outline now.
2: I don't think you guys got an outline in your episode, to be honest with you. Well, Well, like your episode, your episode fucks. Like I was. All right. So one of the stats I wanted to look at and bring this up was uh, your episode compared to Danielle's episode. And obviously, Danielle's just aired. But Danielle's went crazy, like crazy from the beginning. Uh, She got mad, uh, you know, listens like way more than you guys did. But (laughs) obviously, you guys have more more at this point. And obviously, it's because you were back in season two.
0: Oh, uh, that's, that, hey, Danielle always gets more views when we put it out there originally. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's something with uh, dudes want to listen to chicks a lot more than uh, they want to listen to just me and Al talk about shit.
2: Yeah, we got the funniest emails on the uh, j pop. like, I I don't know who was trolling me, but they literally were like, you know, we can taste the sexual tension. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Mm.
0: Okay, that's
1: (laughs) a little spicy, a little preview there. But as far as views goes, me and Haru will get our Russian bots on it. We'll, you know, we'll be head and shoulders above Danielle. Hell yeah. uh, in no time. I I believe like a few. I want to say that cameramen are like the offensive linemen of, you know, the entertainment industry. Like they do the heavy lifting. No one ever gives them any props, but everybody seems to sort of like them. So you can you can give Eric Fletcher that little uh,
2: analogy. You see what he has to say about that, about, you know, being a cameraman. Yeah, and a little fun fact, um, I actually seen him talk to someone on the group, and he said that there's actually three cameramen. So I don't even know, like, what what they need three cameras for. Or, like, do they all, you know, compete who had the better footage, you know? Uh, I mean, they're shooting things from different angles and stuff. So, like, yeah, yeah so, like,
1: they have certain sitcoms are called, like, a single cam or a four cam or whatever, and that's like has to do with the style and how many different angles and stuff like that they get. But I would figure they would have more than three cameraman. I mean, what happens if one of them has a little knee, you know, yeah. knee trouble can't go? You know, they don't have a, they don't have a side they have you know side refs in the NBA. They don't have that for cameramen. I don't know.
0: This is true. I'd imagine there's like a union for cameramen. Like it seems like that'd be a union type job.
1: Cameramen <laughs> seems non-union. It seems like the writers and the actors and the directors all have a union, but the cameramen are a bunch of scabs who just get in where they fit in. No, nah. You can ask Eric
2: Fletcher that too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> ask him about unions. Yeah, I know.
2: I actually do want to ask him that. That's a good question. Union up or what?
1: Ask him if he's ever been like one of the foot guys at the football game who just zoom in on like the hot chick and and hope for the producers to cut to her. See, uh,
0: I'd be asking more like, okay, what's harder to film—the sex scene or the one where the blood's <laughs> going everywhere? Because uh, the sex scene, you got to watch out for parts. The blood everywhere—you you can't get that on the camera. There's—it uh, seems like a pretty pretty tricky one.
2: Yo, if they got the blood on the camera, though, I feel like the fucking fans would eat that up. Like, they might even keep that footage.
0: You make a point there. I wasn't thinking about that. I was just more trying to figure out which one would be harder for me to film, and I've just, the sex scene would be kind of hard to film with a boner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How are you I that? How would that be hard?
0: Oh, it would be hard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. That's what she said.
0: All right so that sounds that sounds pretty cool. I, I like that you're more outgoing and just find guests like that. I cannot see Al or me or me doing that like I'll send an email here or there but I never follow up. I rarely ever hear anything back so I'm not good at vol- high volume shooting so I'm glad that uh, I'm glad you're a little more outgoing that personality that can reel in those big fish.
2: All right, so the whole thing is, um, you know, uh, and someone said it on my podcast the best. They said, uh, speak on what you know, you know. So I love Dexter. I love American Horror Story. I figure, you know, this is a perfect time as an excuse to use what I love best and just make it into a podcast and try and bust out episodes for 31 days. It's almost like a little uh, personal goal as well. Um, but, you know, my regular podcast and everything like that, I'm always having interviews with things I just don't know about, you know, cause I always want to learn about new things. So I always find that interesting.
0: Yeah. You got a wide uh, variety of things. You go through depression or you talk about Britney Spears. Like it, it, it I, covers I, the gambit.
2: Can't really have one without the other. Exactly. They all intertwine.
0: Yeah, free Britney. So you're, you've said your favorite show was American horror stories, right? I heard Sarah Paulson might be done after, like, this season. What's up, what's up with that?
2: Yeah, so Sarah Paulson, honestly, she can be done. But, yeah, I'm going to miss her. But she wasn't in, um, uh, was it 1840s? I forget what the, uh, no, 1987, sorry. The AHS 1987, she wasn't in that at all. And I honestly didn't even miss her. As long as they get good enough actors and actresses, I have no problem with her leaving.
0: Raider so on a scale of one to ten on Babe.
2: Oh, that's I don't know. She's like maybe a seven. Al, yeah, you agree seven. with that? Solid seven.
1: I only really know this broad from the the OJ FX oh, yeah. show they did, The People versus OJ. Choose a side. So, and in that, she had like a big old perm, and she was like nervous and chain smoking. I think i may have seen her once or twice at like the oscars or the emmys or something i don't feel like i'd be a good judge but i feel like jay bones right in, right in the good range she's got talent she's exactly. attractive she's a little bit on the older side she's got that certain vibe about her you know she's probably somewhere between the seven and eight range from what i've seen i'll give her a 7.4 sevens
2: rookie score by jay bone there yeah you're right you're right what about emma roberts I don't really know that chick. I, I, I'm uh, doing
0: some. She's
1: research. like Julia Roberts' daughter, right? Or Eric Roberts' daughter?
0: Oh, okay. I so I know. Okay, so I've seen this chick in something before. Um, I, I don't know. She looks basic white girl to me uh, with blonde hair. I'm going uh, five. I, I'm not. I'm not about it. Little oh my t- god. She looks a little too cookie cutter for me. Now, I'm yeah, going to so get roasted a- for that, but it's okay she's only five two <laughs>
1: you like them tall Harley
0: yeah. uh, I mean my I wife's so. on the taller side she does have a, a rack on her though under underrated after looking at some of these other pictures I might have I might have that five might have been premature it's probably
1: 5.2 oh you're gonna give her the point two for a bigger rack than you thought come on
0: yeah, where, have you uh, looked it up?
1: I don't want to mess with the
2: uh, mess of oh, my yeah. phone. Oh yeah, if you only here, got your get phone, get yeah, don't, don't
0: do that. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't don't back off that phone. So, hey,
2: question: Did you guys have a gas shortage or anything like that? Like, did the hurricane hit you guys or no? Nah? I never have a gas shortage.
0: <laughs> Walked right into that one too. I would say yeah, I'm that
1: talking farts.
0: The uh, diesel fuel was plentiful and uh you know as a truck guy and a diesel truck guy didn't have much issue there rolling coal check that out but if you uh had a car uh, gas was hard to find uh around the baton rouge area probably for about a week or so after the storm and then further south it was probably maybe a week and a half two weeks uh just depending on when they got power back but, uh, yeah, people were lining up in just hours, uh, hours of lines. And people were stopping at the gas tanks or the gas stations when the gas wasn't even there, just hoping a truck would come. It was, it was kind of fucking crazy.
2: That is crazy.
0: They had people like driving to like North Carolina or Ohio and getting trucks and coming back with like fucking gas. It was just like, guys, maybe you just shouldn't drive around as much. Let's just stay inside, you know, maybe cut your generator off at, you know, some parts of the day where you're not, you know, draining 10 gallons of gas every single day on your generator or like Al, just go stay in Texas.
1: Right. Just get out, just get out until the power's back you know if you're if you're not good with your hands and you don't want to be roughing it like that in in mid 90 muggy louisiana weather without ac or power just just get out of dodge have a nice little vacation at the in-laws or visit a friend you haven't seen in a while as uh, as we said on the podcast with chris you know just just take that opportunity to get the fuck out or you like harley get locked in to make a little Dan money you make the best out of the situation
0: but thanks for asking Jaybone. it nice. was uh yeah. it was definitely a it came a lot it, it happened a lot quicker than we thought. it was uh it was like what the fuck is this and then all of a sudden there was a storm there. that thing moved through the Gulf really fucking quick and got really fucking big.
2: yeah, it was uh I was wondering about that and then I remember I heard Dan Bleazy talking about that time she was stuck in Texas with the winter storm. That was wild.
0: He, yeah, y'all that y'all call that like a Thursday and uh
2: <laughs> yo seriously I know. Uh, we were shitting on a mad hard until we heard there was a death toll. And I was well,
0: like hey, Well, we were shitting on y'all after uh hurricane went up there. Ida and was flooding this New York's uh <laughs> New York City and all the subway and everything else and it was like, "Oh my god, look at all the flooding." It was like, "Yo, there's like a, a power line tower in the Mississippi river over here. Like the whole city's out. Like, like, you know what? Calm down Northeast. I think more people
1: died in New York and New Jersey than in like Louisiana. Cause it, it flooded so bad there and they're not used to it. And people just got caught up in the flood and died.
0: Yeah. It's like us trying to drive in the, uh, in winter conditions down here. we just natural selection is going to take part.
1: J-Bone, did you crack up when you heard Dan Bleezy said she was out of food when there was frozen ice on the ground outside that she could have just refrigerated her food on instead of, you know, just throwing
2: everything out? That whole thing was just, like, comical to me. Like, (laughs) because of telling us that, like, she gets picked up by the uh, Trump supporter, I was like, oh, my God, yes.
0: Build that fucking wall. Shut the fuck up, Craig.
2: (laughs) You, You, we
1: shoot.
0: All right, so, Jaybone, bone I got a couple, of like, little quick hitters here, just things that, and I don't even know why I wrote these down. I don't know if I heard it on your podcast, saw it on a Snapchat, whatever. It says uh, here that you want a dog named Ravioli. Is that true?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, there was a dog named Ravioli in a television show I was watching. I forget what it was. Uh, but, yeah, that's why I was like, wow, I want to name a dog Ravioli. That's such a sick name. <laughs>
0: As somebody who's had the opportunity to name a lot of dogs, Ravioli is no. not high on my list.
1: Harley, it is in line with his current dog's name, though, Ravioli yeah. and Diablo. It, it's, it's in that lineage.
2: <laughs> yeah, and my sister has a dog named Diesel. <laughs>
0: But I, see, I can't connect the dots there. I can't connect them. I, 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 I just must be off tonight. I can't connect those dots.
1: Harley, uh, would you end up naming your new giant Great Dane dog? Oh.
0: A uh, Bruce. Was that his name before? No, his name before was Kane. Oh,
2: that's oh yeah, that's awesome. right. Kane. Why didn't you have Kane? Dude, I love no, you. because
0: Kane. Kane's my... Financial <laughs> advisor. I can't have my financial advisor and my dog be the same person. That'd be too confusing.
2: Halloween, you could put gloves on them.
0: And a fedora? I love Kane.
1: <laughs> you may have to do that for his Halloween outfit. We know you and Ella love dressing up your dogs, Harley, so there's no reason why you can't put a fedora and a fake tuxedo shirt on him.
0: That would be funny, dressing up as That cane. would be funny. <laughs> But no, I couldn't name him Kane. So when I came home that night, she was calling him Bubba, and I was like, "No, we're not, we're not having a fucking Bubba." And I was just like, "All right, I, I don't know what to name dog," and I just said Bruce, and then she liked it because it was from like Finding Nemo or something like that, some big fat shark named Bruce. So evidently that worked. I don't know. I was just throwing names out. I like Bruce though. Bruce is pretty. Bruce is a badass name. Bruce Willis, just good dog stuff.
2: Yeah, so, all right, so I found out uh, Ravioli was actually the name of uh, Nielsa's dog, and Nielsa is from Floribama Shore, another uh, MTV reality television show like Jersey Shore, just obviously in Florida and Alabama.
0: All right, quick question. Why is Gus such a bitch?
2: Dude, I... I don't know why Gus is such a bitch. I he obviously was like talked to by production and was like, "Dude, you have to play the bad boy for years on end." Like it's unreal. This guy every season he comes in and I'm like, "This guy's so whack." Yeah. Jeremiah's is pretty whack, too. They're all whack, dude. Well, what did
0: you think? What did you think about them calling his his vest a back thong and him running around <laughs> in Montana at like negative? Uh, Or probably like 20 degrees outside. What did you think about that? Because that whole thing just seemed made up. No way he eluded people for that long and just ended up in a hairdressal voice.
2: Yeah, and I love how, like, they, like, try to get involved. Like, the cameramen are like, like, you guys know where he's going? Like, are you kidding me? If anything, you guys would know where he's going. How the
1: fuck are you guys both still watching Flora Bama Shore? Like people <laughs> shit on people shit on me and Harley for going. Oh shit! Survivor's back tonight. Shout out to Jeff Probst. They're like Survivor. That's still on. How the fuck is Flora Bama Shore, Teen Mom, fucking True Love with Ridiculous. Holly D and fucking oh, yeah. Vinny, whatever. How are all these shows still on, and then they somehow still have time to air ridiculousness 23 hours a day?
2: Don't forget about Cribs. They brought back MTV Cribs.
1: It, it, at least Survivor's a good show. How are you guys still watching Floribama? You you were just like, everybody on the show sucks. I've watched it all seven
2: seasons. Seriously. I know. I, I honestly I can't tell you why I keep watching it. I almost like it better than Jersey Shore, too, which is really fucking me up.
0: All right, so I'm just gonna have to throw this out there. They're they're fucking stupid, but there's a parts of every episode where I'm like, holy shit, look at these morons, and it just makes me feel better about myself. I, it's classic reality TV, and I don't know why I keep watching it. Probably because the DVR is on there, and I'm looking for something to watch. And I was like, I oh, fuck it, I'll watch that again. And the wife likes it, so fuck it. But yeah, you're right, Al.
1: You haven't watched Thousand Pound Sisters yet? I'm this not watching. I, can't, I cannot.
0: Watch. Look, we can't get canceled and talk about fat chicks because it'll be like Jeopardy host Michael Richards. But I will say I'm not interested in watching like morbidly obese or morbidly skinny people do anything. It doesn't does not entertain me at all.
1: Well, Harley, it's not all about their weight. They have great personalities. Amy and Tammy are a hoot, and you're just over here focused on their weight, you fucking chauvinist pig. You weightist. Some of our best friends are fat. Shout out to Fat Craig and Chris, our lawyer. I got fat friends. Fat friends.
0: Yeah, but they're, they're not people,
1: Harley. They're not they having to go to TV the zoo to series. get a
0: fucking weight scale or do an MRI. There's there, People have limits, and they're outside of them.
1: These people are testing the limits, Harley. They're brave warriors against gravity.
0: As somebody that this has a lot story. of self-discipline and loves physical fitness, I just can't watch unmotivated people on TV get paid to be unmotivated. I just There's something with it. I just can't watch it.
1: So people on the floor of Bama are motivated more than these 1,000 pounds? No way that's the definition of motivation
0: I don't know it seems like they're motivated to uh to make me uh yeah you're right I got no comeback for that but at least they uh they don't make me feel like ah eh, they could have give it a sh- give it a, I'm just saying give it a, a
1: shot do, do a sit up when you're when you're when you're when you're watching Florabama and you're 15 minutes in going why am I watching the show again flip over to TLC and watch you a little thousand pound sister see what's better
0: I don't want to watch it won't watch it
1: J bone next year, 31 days of thousand pound
2: sisters. I like it can Craig be my guest. Yes, he can. I can get him.
1: We just got to learn. They say there's chicken wings and 12 pack of Coors light
2: and he'll do anything. Yeah. I got to borrow that sound sound bite of uh, build that wall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so I got another random thing here that I wrote down. You fell down the stairs and hurt your hand. What happened?
2: Oh man, when was this? Oh, uh, was this a tweet? Oh wait! Oh my goodness, wait! wait. <laughs> like, Did this that not way? really happen to you? <laughs> is this some made-up story we told no, somewhere? No, I- no um yeah all right this was after my 10-year reunion I was wicked drunk and um my mom picked me up (laughs) embarrassing but anyways on the way home I got sick and then when I got to my front steps I just I guess I kneeled down on my front steps and I just laid on there and my mom was like yelling at me trying to get me to go inside and I was just like no leave me alone I gotta get sick out here and when I looked up, I noticed that like my, my wrists were like messed up, like they were bleeding and stuff. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And uh, it's because I was on the brick and I was just like, you know, keeping my arm, like I was keeping my wrist pretty much hung against the, you know, side of the brick and puking over that. So when I got up, I was all bloody. You know, I was like, "What the fuck happened to my hand?" Yeah, that. Was, uh, this might
0: have been a different time because after you, you claim that you hurt your hand you were trying to give your old lady bad sex is what you said so you <laughs> might have hurt your hands a couple times
2: damn dude i can't even remember this to be honest with you that's I'm fucking terrible.
0: drunk uh drunk uh, snapchats are a problem sometimes so how'd your <laughs> how'd your reunion go because it seemed like you were really pumped about it now that, now that you kind of open the door what you're throwing up outside I, I wanted to ask you about that picture uh first since you talked about that but did your mom take that picture of you being drunk
2: no uh my buddy uh we i brought my buddy he ended up staying overnight um we went to the reunion together and then my mom just scooped us so on the way home obviously you got a video of me puking too but thank god he has not let that out i wanted to uh you know what i should have done if i wasn't so messed up and everything like that i had to get drunk because i was like you know taking care of some of the stuff like i wasn't part of the uh planning process and i was really nervous like you know, a lot of people weren't showing up and I was just like, all right, are we going to be able to pull this off a blah, lot? Blah, blah. Like I, I get no one wants to come to 10 year reunion, but I didn't think it was going to be as hard as what I signed up for, to be honest with you. And without the team leader kid, I honestly don't think I would have been able to pull it off. It was ridiculous. Like we literally spent two grand on a night that was like, it was whatever I wanted to dish out on my uh, podcast, but you know, I, am. Um, I just said, I'm going to be respectful and just, there's definitely going to be no 15-year, I'll tell you that.
0: When you say team leader, was this a Ron Donald situation?
2: Oh, no, no, no. So there was just like uh, the class president, he you know, pretty much ran the Facebook group, I guess, when we uh, graduated. And the person that ran the five-year with him wanted nothing to do with the 10-year because I guess it was just like a pain in the balls getting the money from everybody. And, of course, the same thing happened this year. So what he wanted to do is he wanted to give it off to two people, and those two people couldn't have been the more hilarious picks. It was me and this other girl, and we're like, you know, having secret conversations of our own and text messages and things like that. <laughs> I'm so glad this is not coming out on my podcast. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, you probably have tons of crossover listeners. Uh, so <laughs> let me ask you this: Was it just? People from your class or were there uh significant others that showed up
2: okay so this is gonna be the craziest thing to say um so yeah we at one point we uh were like yeah we need to sell more tickets so obviously significant others can come but i would never bring my significant other to a 10-year union let's be honest yeah and, trying um, to get ass people, yeah some people <laughs> no some people did uh Bring their significant other and that was fine. But um, so my girlfriend, my my girlfriend, she stayed home. I was like, "Yo, I don't want you to come to this," you know. And she wouldn't even want to enjoy herself, you know. I barely enjoyed myself. But uh, my ex girlfriend was a waitress there, and then my other ex girlfriend showed up with a girl that was in my class. So I had double trouble at the uh, ten year reunion. But they were both chill. Uh, I mean, we. And did things off good, so that's cool. But, um, yeah, we were always, you know, chill. But, yeah, it was just get awkward for me. and I get all nervous and start drinking. But, yeah, I never got sick there, thank God. I waited until I got in the car, and the minute we were on the highway, I just unloaded. I actually started yelling at my mom. I'm like, I can't believe you didn't bring a bag. I was, like, ready right, a puke. Probably had 15 uh, Ciroc and... Um, well no it wasn't against rock it was gray goose and cranberry
1: but now why the reunion suck so hard did not a lot of people show up or you know the people who did show up were lame or kind of what was your expectation going in and what was reality all right so i wasn't the most because me and harley harley you didn't go to your 10-year reunion did you
0: no i was working you would have you'd have known if i was there we did a podcast with watsky No,
2: that's right. Yeah, that's another thing. I thought a lot of people thought I was just like, like, you know, using this for an excuse to podcast, but, you know, I didn't even bring up the podcast at all. Um, But uh, yeah, so the 10 year reunion, the hardest thing was, you know, trying to get the popular kids uh, all in one room. You know, they all had different dates and everything like that. And if one kid didn't go, you know, then the whole group doesn't go. And if there's not enough of like, you know, some of the cool kids then all the cool kids aren't going to go. But, I mean, we had a pretty good turnout for who I thought was going to come, to be honest with you. Like, a lot of people paid and then just didn't show up, which I thought was insane. Like, you just blew 50 bucks or $40 on a night you could have just came and at least, you know, seen some people. Like, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that that is pretty crazy. Was it an open bar? No, it was an open bar, no. That would be even crazier. So how much did 15 vodka whatever's run you? dude i had so many people buy me drinks uh, but i ended up paying i want to say like maybe it was over a hundred with the tip i know that but um yeah it wasn't too bad and it sucks too because obviously the ex is like oh yeah you're gonna tip me well right i'm like oh, dude
0: Been yeah like, yeah i tipped you before <laughs> we know how that ended
1: <laughs> eh, service wasn't that great
2: yeah right see you never <laughs>
0: You always left me satisfied with a smile on my face.
2: Now, why
1: Now, why did you decide to call your mom to come pick you up and not, like, get an Uber or something
2: like that? All right, so, um, well, first off, we knew exactly what we were going into. Like, I told every, you know, I told the dude that was coming over, uh, he loves all the way in, like, North Shore. So I told him, yo, man, if you want to crash in the cellar, that's fine with me. And he was like, yeah, because he also has a CDL, and you can only uh, – if you get pulled over the CDL, it's a point two, So you can't even like drink and then fucking leave, you know. It's like insane. And I don't want to chance it, you know. It's like now it's my life, you know. Well, so uh, Just real
0: quick, real quick on that. A CDL yeah. is a commercial driver's license. So you're saying yeah. if you're not yeah. in a commercial vehicle but you have a CDL and they pull you over, you can get a lower limit?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's still the same. It's like point four, which is like no more higher, you know. But uh, so, yeah, anyways, uh, you know, I was being smart regardless. And uh, my mom drove us there. And then, you know, she said, hey, call me when you uh want to come home. Because I figured I ended up just grabbing a ride from someone else that was there. And then I ended up seeing who ended up coming. And I knew exactly how the night was going to play out. I said, yeah, ma, you better come at like 1130 or whatever. Uh, I'll see you in the front. She's like, all right. So she picked up me, and my friend. And the weirdest thing, right, my friend is uh, hes uh a little odd. He's been on the podcast before, Pat Pauling. I call him my financial advisor because – He actually, he loves the stock market and all this shit, but whatever. That's a different story for a different time. Uh, But he brings over, and I'm going to send you guys a picture so you can share it on Twitter, a fucking bird that he found at a um, yard sale. It was a stuffed bird, like taxidermy. And it's like, I don't know, there's like barbed wire on the bottom. It it was just a weird gift. I'm still kind of blown away by it. I'm like, I don't know if I like it or if I'm just freaking creeped out by it.
0: Yeah, send us a picture of you with the the bird, and that would be the uh, podcast logo. That'd be that'd be good <laughs> stuff. And it's you totally can do good. it with your Mac Jones jersey that I know you've already purchased. So no, be... I
2: didn't. I have no I have no active roster Patriots jersey right now, which is insane.
1: Well, are we going to do a little podcast? The podcast Saints versus Patriots
2: bet for this weekend. Oh. Man. That is such a good idea.
0: What you thinking, Al? First of all, is it with the spread? Or is it... because since J- I know, J-Bone, you know how to do the spread. Oh, wait. He sh- he, Al, if you're looking at your phone, he's showing us the... What the fuck
1: is that? <laughs> J-Bone's showing us the Berg right now in a video. It's on a... Yeah, it's sort of like a... A, a, a marina wood post... It looks kind of like a fucked up seagull.
2: It's literally real though, which is wicked gross. Look at that, yeah, that thing is gross. Are you, are you trying really to show us a
0: it's fucking penis?
2: <laughs> no, it's uh. it's like, paws uh, coming off, and you can see that the uh, nail is in it. Very <laughs> grotesque.
0: Alright. <laughs>
1: J-Bone's wearing his Goodell clown shirt right now, too, for for all the audio-only listeners right now. Saints fans also hate Goodell. Saints fans and Patriots fans are probably one and two for hating Goodell.
0: Taking pics. It's good stuff.
2: I, I'm actually cool with Goodell right now. I mean, obviously I'm going to have hate for him, but, you know, he is a clown. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm cool with him. But he's a clown. I like it. I don't know.
2: I don't know what I'm thinking for the bet.
0: I don't know what I'm thinking for
1: the bet, Harley. What are you thinking?
2: Oh, you know we're gonna win, dude.
0: Ch- chug a raw egg or something. I'm not. I'm Ooh. not doing a raw egg. I could
2: do that. Yeah.
0: I don't have. I don't. I don't go to the store and buy eggs. Yeah, I've not done chug- it before. Uh. Th- i'll i'll eat a i'll eat a pepper in your fridge i'll eat i'll eat a no i don't have eggs in my fridge at least i don't i didn't buy any eggs my wife's in texas right now so i doubt we have any good eggs in there um i'll eat i can eat a pepper off the vine i got a i got some Brian's out there a little pepper challenge
1: okay okay you'll eat a pepper i'll drink an egg raw egg j-bone if the so are we doing spreads here harley or are we doing just straight up
0: um, well, since there's two of us and we're the underdog, I think we got to take the. I think we got to take the points because you. If the Pats yeah. win, and they're the favorite, and then it's two of us got to do something, that doesn't make much sense. So yeah,
1: let's give us the plus three. This is against the spread. So if the Saints don't cover, I'll chug a raw egg. Harley will eat a pepper. J-Bone, what are you going to do if the Pats don't cover? I don't
2: know what should I do.
1: Eat a cigarette. No, I was gonna oh, go.
0: Oh. I was gonna go eat a banana split w- on in under twenty seconds.
1: Oh, no, how's that? that a
0: punishment? A freezer brain, Al.
2: Yeah, yeah. Have you ever got that freezer brain, dude? That is no fucking joke. <laughs> that is, I'm serious, dude. That is no joke. Have you seen my video? I literally want to cry. Uh, what about like?
1: What are the typical ones? A spoonful of
2: cinnamon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can do whatever.
1: Uh, Take a big bite of a bar of soap.
2: (laughs) Light yourself on
1: fire.
0: Oh, I like that. Light a fart on fire. That's a a good one.
1: Give yourself a swirly. Oh, my God. How would that even work? (laughs) I don't know. Bob tried to do it once.
2: Oh, my God.
1: We we can des- we can decide this bet later. The game's on Sunday. It's only Wednesday right now. No, so
0: we'll put a poll. We can up. go back we'll, and forth. We'll, we'll with put this. a poll up. Yeah, the- we'll put a poll up. We'll do a we'll do a, a pepper, an egg, um, a spoon of cinnamon, and then like a gallon of milk or some bullshit like that, and we'll let let the people decide.
1: I mean, they're gonna pick the gallon of milk if you give them those options because gallon of milk is gonna be fireworks. Fly out to
2: Dan Bleasy. That's a punishment. <laughs> it, it, it will be when he
0: gets back home with his old lady. True.
2: No, but she's taken too. So I would just be looking like a clown.
0: Classic Goodell move. <laughs>
2: yeah. All
0: right. So, so you had a good time at your reunion. You. Um, so let me ask you this. Were you the coolest? Were you the coolest you, one at the reunion?
2: I think I honestly was, and I hate to be that guy, dude. Yeah, but you ended the night puking, so
1: and your yeah. mom picked you up. Your mom picked you up, and you puked. I'm sure somebody had a way better night than you at the reunion. Somebody hooked up with that chick they had a crush on ten years ago. Somebody did better than you at this reunion because your night didn't end well from what it, from what you've told us so far.
2: Yeah, I definitely wasn't the hottest, but I was definitely the coolest. I'll say that.
1: Ooh, Harley, we should post this pod, clip this up and post this in the high school reunion thread and put a poll up in there. Was Jay is was Jay Bone the coolest person at the 10-year re, reunion? Yes or no, just
2: black or white. Wait up, if I think pads, that would do some numbers, Harley. If the pads lose, please like literally post this podcast in that group i love it
1: This sounds great harley this would be a great way to get views clip this up
0: yeah that 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 would be great to be honest with you we post we post the podcast in his if uh if the saints win and if we lose he posts his podcast and ours
2: i love it but, like, honestly, uh, if you are listening class of 2011, thank you for who came and all that didn't come because, you know, you're doing something else. Uh, fuck you, unless that was, like, a good thing to do.
1: J-Bone saying thank you for all who's came and all you who didn't come, thank you, too, because if you would have come, I wouldn't be the coolest one
2: at the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to replay who the coolest kid was, and, I mean, I don't know.
0: It's tough when you keep going back to yourself. It's You get stuck on that a good bit.
1: All right, Harley, what else you got? You got any more burning questions for
0: J-Bone? Uh, no, no I, I don't have any more burning questions for J-Bone, but you want to go to one of the best to ever do it? Oh, I, I do have one of the best to
1: ever do it. Now, for people who haven't listened to this segment before, this is where we talk about a person who has died since the last podcast because we had a buddy who every time somebody dies, he posts on Twitter or Facebook, RIP so-and-so, one of the best to ever do it. And he'll pick literally anybody. It could be some guy who played a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. He'll say, RIP, one of the best to ever do it. So the best to ever do it this week. Who you got, Harley?
0: I was going to let J-Bone do it, because I know he lost uh, somebody from Sex and the City, I think maybe today. And I'm sure he wanted Uh to comment on it
2: so yeah the guy that played Sanford dad and little fun fact I don't know if you guys know this but he wasn't gay in real life he only played uh, gay
1: talk about a great actor apparently I've never watched one second of sex in the city have you Arley
0: uh yes I have watched a second of sex in the city
1: oof what do you think? Good show? Is it a recommended show?
0: His name's Willie Garson, by the way, so we don't speak <laughs> ill in the dead. No, so J Bone and his GF did a whole podcast on it. I will tell you, for me, my wife used to watch a lot of it in the background. And God, I'm going to get so canceled for this. I just can't watch Sarah Jessica Parker. I, there's just something about her. Oh, okay. I, I just can't watch it. Just, she's not entertaining to me. Great. And, yeah. So, yeah, I'm an asshole.
2: No, no. Uh, I mean, I agree with you in some points. There's a lot of times when I hate her. Yeah. And I honestly, if I wasn't dating Nicole, I wouldn't have uh, even gave the show a shot. But I was like, hey, you do this. And then... um no, what was it? Uh, I forget what happened. Oh no, uh, we actually watched the whole entire Dexter series together. If I watched Stupid Sex in the City, and I did, and you know, I did enjoy it for some things, but like I thought Stanford was wicked funny.
1: Now, wh- so what do you what do you rate it? Scale of one to ten, where are you rating Sex in
2: the City? Oh, that's going a flat seven point four, It's the same as my uh, friend back there. And what
1: do you think Dexter? Is rated at scale of one to ten for reference.
2: Oh, for me it's definitely an eight, but I mean I've like, there are like actual uh you know, probably audio evidence of me saying I like Dexter more than Breaking Bad, which is obviously insane. But at the time I literally just loved the show so much. I was just a huge fan. Yo, what about billions? Have you guys watched that?
0: I I've not watched the new season
2: yet. Oh. Dude, Paul Giamatti looks sick. Like, I'm literally. (laughs) Dude, dude, I'm serious. He looks so skinny. It's like sick. Like, he looks sick, dude. I'm like nervous. Like, all these actors and actresses are dying. It's fucked up. I don't know. You think he's he's about the Philip Seymour Hoffman himself? Dude, I feel for the guy. He just looks really rough or something. I don't know if they're. Like, you gotta watch the new Billions. It's like weird. And he, like, talks so fucking soft now. I'm like, what the hell happened to his voice? I,
1: I mean, the latest, some of the latest two, the guy you just mentioned and Norm McDonald, both apparently had cancer and didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Same thing with your boy from Black Panther. So who knows? You may be onto to something here. Hey, you heard it here first. Paul Giamatti has cancer from J-Bone. First reported from Talking Small Podcast.
2: TMZ, hire me right
1: now.
0: Credited from the J-Pod Bonecast. All right, so Al, since you said Norm McDonald, was that your best to ever do it?
1: No, my Norm McDonald was last week's best to ever do it. Thanks for huh. listening to the episode. Uh, my uh, best to ever do it for this week, I'm going to go with Rob Rivera. Now, you may be asking, who is that? It's Rob Rivera, a.k.a. Black Hole Rob, one of the co founders of the Black Hole. For the Oakland Raiders, that's the fan section where the guy's wearing the gorilla mask and the Darth Vader mask, and they just look like they're getting after it, and you don't want to mess with them. He, he died this week. He was in his 50s. Can you guess what he died of, Harley? AIDS. J-Bone, you want to guess? The CTE he got banged around being in the black hole he got put in concussion protocol no he died of covid i thought you guys would have you know figured the black hole wouldn't be you know great adopters of the vaccine so uh shout out to rob rivera one of the best to ever do it stay strong black hole he never got to make his way to vegas to christen the new allegiance stadium so
2: it's a sad day in raider nation
0: fade the raiders this week
2: yeah what about that gabby girl dude have you guys been following that case that's like a huge thing Uh, all
0: right just in case our listeners haven't been following j-bone give us like the highlights real quick
2: all right so real quick the highlights uh pretty much this girl and her boyfriend went on this road trip and used the hashtag van life and then you know uh, (laughs) (laughs) the guy came back without his girlfriend and lawyered up real fast and they're all like yo where the hell is the girlfriend you know and you know they ended up finding your bones a couple days ago. And now this, so yeah. And,
1: and, yeah. And this guy, like as soon as she was found missing, he was like, I'm not talking and then disappeared. And I saw some link like a day or two ago saying that some, some guy on his game camera saw a guy, you know, fit his description, just walking through his property in Florida, which was like 500 miles away from where this dude kind of disappeared at. So, Sue's got guilty
2: written all over him. Yeah, definitely guilty.
0: Yeah, so did did they even say why they think he killed her?
2: He probably just got angry like those stupid 20-year-old boys do, you know? We've all I, been think, I think. I've never think, killed uh, anybody, Jay bone Oh, no, I've never killed anybody. But, I mean, like, yeah, you get mad at a girl. But, like, dude, I, I don't know. That's obviously a weak move. And I thought he was going to be way more older than her. I didn't realize they were so close in age. Maybe, you know, maybe
1: she shit on the van and it was number ones only maybe it gets rough out there for hashtag van life. Harley. I think the answer to your question is since there's these van life people and record everything, I think she recorded them on like the side of the road after like an argument. And you know, she said that he hit her or something in the heat of the argument and it may have gotten posted or, or he was worried it was posted (laughs) And then next thing you know, this chick's missing, and this dude's not talking, and then he disappears. So, like I said, everything, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but if there was like a, you know, just all circumstantial evidence from the court of public opinion, you know, this dude's fucking
2: guilty as shit. Yeah, this dude's the dumbest because, I mean, the lady, the girl was literally fucking documenting the whole entire trip online, and not only that, but she was keeping in contact with her mom every day. Like, what did the dude think was going to happen, you know? It definitely was like an act on impulse, I bet. Yeah, and what, like, you know, God forbid something happened
1: to your significant other as you're traveling. Like, if you didn't have anything to do with it, yeah, then, then why why wouldn't you talk to whoever and, you know, grieve and, you know, do it? like, even OJ said, you know, I'm out there still worried to go to L.A. because who knows, I could be sitting next to the killer because he's still out there. Like, That's even out-of-touch OJ knows that much. So
2: this dude is just yeah. red-handed. All right. I think they'll find Go
0: ahead, Jay bone say it.
2: No, I think they'll find him dead, honestly.
0: You think he's going to kill himself or you think somebody's going to kill him?
2: No, I bet he'll kill himself. I don't know. It just seems, I. I mean, I shouldn't even say that. That's very terrible, but...
0: Well, a lot of murder suicides do happen, but
2: I don't know if you go
0: walk 500 miles away in the woods just to end yourself. Seems like you could do that a little less strenuous.
1: Yeah, but it could be one of those situations where he's on the run and then he gets, you know, found out by whoever and just takes the pistol and kills himself.
2: Yeah, the thing that's fucking me up is like, why would he even go home if he didn't have his girlfriend with him? You know, like, why wouldn't he just be on the run from there?
0: That's why we should always peg the patriarchy.
2: <laughs>
1: Amazing. This will be on American Horror Story episode uh season twenty three. So it, we'll we'll see this again. Yeah, the episode after Paul Giamatti's death. Sarah Sarah Paulson will uh you know play her mother. <laughs>
0: All right, y'all got anything else, or y'all ready to wrap this up?
1: I think I'm ready to wrap it up. Uh, just Bitcoin update, 43221 The market's
0: been in a bad place the last few days. It's, right? it's been in a
1: bad way. Shout out to SoFi Stock, though, up 11% today. So. And shout out to SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Looks like a beautiful venue to watch a little football.
0: Yeah, shout out Cowboys for that spread cover last week. Daddy needed it.
2: Hell yeah, and shout out to uh, Ciroc. They're coming out with that prom- pomegranate flavor. I love pomegranate.
0: What flavor of Ciroc do you not like?
2: Um, there's really no flavor, but I could do without the coconut.
0: Isn't that the OG?
2: <laughs> nah, the OG is just, uh, red berry. And then there's, like, you know, the blue bottle. Regular. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut is probably part of the, uh, it might be the first new one that came out after the OG set, and then pineapple.
0: Well, I'm glad you haven't died of uh, carbon monoxide poison in J Bone since your in the your you, your uh, your meter keeps going off.
2: Yeah, my apologies on that one. I don't hear it at all. So, oh, all right, all right, awesome. This is good news. Yo, uh, you guys still watching The Challenge, at least, before uh, we wrap this up?
0: I did not watch this week's, but yes, I've been watching. Yeah. And i got to say, Fessy might be my least favorite character of all time.
2: I hate Fessy.
1: Which is is very hard to do in a season with Josh. Somehow, Josh and him are about the same level as annoying, but you can tell, even though Josh is in the right for, you know, Fessy kind of fucking him and his alliance over – Everybody in the house is still siding with Fessy, so you can tell (laughs) they really just don't like Josh. It's kind of funny. Yeah.
0: See, Josh, I don't like Josh, but Josh is good TV because I always like to see somebody get too emotional and cry because it's always a great look. Like he, he he's so worked up and he just starts crying, he doesn't know why he's crying, and then everybody's like, Oh, look he's crying. It's just good it's just good Especially TV. Especially
1: when he's such a big guy, like he just looks like such a big fucking baby. Oh, he's the worst. Also, can we talk about the elephant in the room here? Is C T on on some TRT HGH? Like him from last season to this season is quite the transformation.
0: No, last season he was looking kind of fit. It's the season before last season.
1: Uh, he wasn't looking great last season. He he still pulled it out, but he wasn't looking great. Back me up here, J-Bone.
2: Yeah, actually, Fetsy called him out, and they like got in a fight. He was like in the '80s clothes or something like that, and he was like, "Oh, you're an old man now." I think that's why he came back. He wanted to like kick some ass this season. I mean, I feel well, like that. Well,
0: didn't he? Didn't he win?
2: He yeah. won last
0: season yeah him and amber b who amber B. there's something about her i find her hot just not personality wise
1: yeah yeah but she's always even though she's rightfully has a thing to be upset she like plays victim and talks to everybody about how she's got fucked over it's kind of annoying so that's i think that's why people in the house don't like her but yeah she's she's got a certain hotness to her i agree
2: yeah, uh, they just need to bring back Bananas and Wes. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. These dudes are too old. That's what it is. I
0: think
1: Wes will, is like Carmelo Anthony. Like, he's going to just keep holding on as long as he can until he gets a ring. And it's probably not going to happen for him.
0: What? Wes has won some. Eh. For, for how much people
1: talk Wes up as being such a strategical master and a veteran of the ch- – Wes hasn't really won shit. I, th-
0: I, thought, yeah, no, the, I thought Wes uh, has won a couple back. of them.
1: Wes yeah, got dragged, you know – not necessarily as bad as fucking bananas getting dragged by CT, but Wes has been embarrassed in some of these elimination challenges. Like I wouldn't, even though Wes thinks he belongs on the challenge Mount Rushmore, I don't think he's up there.
2: Yeah, the only good time Wes was uh, good at challenges was when he was on steroids, and he literally came out and said that, like he was mad using steroids. His whole entire season in the real world, he was jacked, unreal. Oh, dude, that was a New Orleans. No, 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 no. That was uh Austin, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that
1: was Austin. Yeah, and, the, you know, you can t- kind of tell how people are on and off the juice. So, I'm thinking, you know, Ashley used her million dollars to buy some fake tits. I'm thinking CT bought some Mexican supplements and is looking jacked this season. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, definitely.
0: Wes is a winner of the Duel 13. And West yep. was a winner in Rivals too with CT, so just gotta tell you. So
1: CT carried him there, like he was, you know, he was Batman in that situation. Uh,
0: look, I yeah, like it, I like West. Get off of West; he's good TV. Eh,
1: sometimes I'm just saying he's overrated. Overrated. Yeah, you heard the challenge was, uh, Now, what do you guys think of the foreign influence? This season is a lot more foreign with different countries than previous seasons. You got like Romanians, Spanish people, French people, Nigerian people. Like they're, they're going out to find some new talent here.
0: No, they didn't find any new talent. They're all idiots. They let them. They all.
1: They all pretty much do suck. I'm with you on that. Like the Romanian pop star girl, she stinks.
0: No. Okay. Okay. Stop. That. That's not even what I'm talking about. They just don't know strategy. They let the freaking uh veterans just pick them off. That's just so stupid. They outnumbered them. They're all morons. I mean,
1: that's typical for the challenge, though. And it's funny because some of these challenge people think that oh, they were on Survivor, but this is the challenge like survivors playing chess and the challenge is playing checkers. So I'm sort of with you that the rookies, you know, definitely got dominated by the vets there. Um, but it's happened before. I mean, remember when the Olympic athletes and actual athletes played against the challenge people, like oh, the yeah. challenge people made those people look like rocket scientists when it came to strategy,
2: because they just completely yeah. fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for Nani to sleep with all of them.
1: Now, apparently, Nani's uh, with Casey. What do you think about that? Harley is a longtime Nani admirer.
2: Oh, I used to love Nani too. Well,
0: this is what I would say. My wife does not think it'll stick. That's that, that's all I'm gonna say.
1: Yeah. So you're thinking, so you're thinking Nani's just gay for the stay.
0: I, I'm thinking this is, and I don't want it to to sound, you know, insensitive, but for Nani, I don't think this will be a permanent lifestyle change. I think she'll be back to dudes.
1: And I mean, we got to take your wife's, you know, opinion on this as basically gospel because she had a hundred articles of rainbow, um, decorations in your house though. So we, we have to defer to her on this one. I
2: love that by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag love is love. Yeah, it's weird. They alluded to, like, Casey and Nani talking in the last season, but Casey had a girlfriend or something like that. Now they broke up, so Nani and her can be together.
1: Okay, Harley, while we were watching one of the last episodes, Nani and Casey had this, like, Casey says, oh, Nani, come here, and there was, like, a bunch of rose petals and, you know, fucking bullshit dinner, you know, on some little gazebo over the water or some shit like that. Now Amber was like, Oh, that's sweet that she did. I go, she didn't do anything like production set all this up. You think Casey, you know, she was like, there's no way she was like, give me some rose petals. Give me some, this, give me some, that. And let me set it all up myself. Like this is some buddy in production going, Hey, uh, this would be cool if you guys did this. Let me give you this. We'll all set it up. You know, I'm sure the cameraman like the Dexter guy, he was probably had to, you know, do some heavy lifting here or cook her dinner or some shit. So what'd you think about this? Was this actually a romantic gesture or is this some just overproduced burner uh money productions here?
0: Al, I can't believe you're not a romantic and you don't realize that this was true love. Like wh- why, why why you get why you gotta fucking crush your your baby mama like that when she's thinking, oh, this is so special, and you're poo pooing on it. Maybe she's telling you she wants a grand gesture. Maybe you need more romance. Open your I wish heart, I had Al.
1: Some fucking production. I wish I had some production to give me some rose petals and you know,
0: love is effort. $100. Don't don't fucking shit on somebody that she probably went out there and put the rose petals on. Now she didn't set up the no cameras. Way in hell, what do you mean? Have you never done anything extra for love? Al, you, you 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 got a Grinch heart, dude.
1: Yeah, but I did it myself. I didn't have production do it. That's all I'm saying. It means well, more when you put in that sweat equity yourself.
0: Well, how do you how do you know she didn't do
2: it?
1: Because she can't go anywhere. She's locked down at the house. J Bone, come on, back me up here.
2: Yeah. I, so I think maybe what she did was she probably asked like you know production to help and just get like get the stuff and then she like set it up or something like that. You know. I don't even think it was
1: her idea.
0: <laughs> if you watch the... Um, what's the dating show, uh, J-Bone, where they're in the house and the exes come? Oh, ex on the
2: beach. Oh, yeah.
0: So on ex on the beach, they have like different theme parties and stuff like that. And so I think they just tell the producers, hey, I want to do this. Hey, can you get us some of this stuff? And then I, I bet she actually went down and put the rose petals down herself, if oh, I had to guess. You,
1: do you hear what you're just saying. You're thinking all these horny people on the Island are giving suggestions to production. Like, Hey, tonight should be a Luau night. No, they're called production for a reason. Like they set up these theme nights in the and give them as much liquor as possible. So shit pops off. Like you think, you think the fucking, uh, Devin is giving production tips. Now this is one of the reasons why bananas is probably one of the goats because he realized that he could be, a product, a, a producer, and be in the cast, doing the stuff like the toast, or just making up stupid storylines, just so we could get more screen time. Like bananas, I could, I, I would definitely agree with you on this, that he's suggesting things like this. Casey, no. Yeah. Maybe Nani though. You know, she's a vet. Yeah, but Nani was the one who was acting surprised. Yeah,
0: and and dressed to the nines. Yeah. Sure. And and how romantic
1: was it to, you know, this long walk, you got the food in front of you and then they immediately start talking about Josh and Fessy, how romantic.
0: <laughs> well, that's why it's not going to take long-term, Al. She's she's not she's not wired 100% to be that that girl. But it's romance. Get off of it. Like I need to go to bed now. This executive producer's got to wake up real early in the morning. So we're cutting the pod off.
2: Yeah. All right. Right, Thanks for letting me burn on the challenge, J-Bone. I need to get that out. Yeah, no, same. Thank you. I appreciate it. And come on the uh, J-Pod Bonecast anytime. We're uh, happy to have you guys for season four. Ooh. June
0: 2020. Well, we sent we sent Dan Bleasy there for season three. We took season three off, sent Dan Bleasy in our stead. We, we, we'll think about yeah. season four. You're uh, booking a lot of guests there, dude. So you, we, we'll see if we fit in.
2: You'll fit in, don't worry.
0: All right. Thanks, J-Bone. Thanks, Al. And thank you all, the viewers, for joining us on another Talking Small podcast. A Talking Small podcast or the Talking Small podcast? J Bone, which the one do you like better?
2: Talking Small Podcast. Yeah, the Talking Small Podcast. Oh.
0: Later.